Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So, you know, there's like quotes going rampant in this world. <laughs> or at least, you know, like in social media, you know, like people are always attributing quotes to... I saw something recently and it was the wrong person. It was like completely the wrong person. It was like, it was Rumi that had said this thing, not this person so anyway it's hard to know if anybody if any of these quotes are actually by the person unless you actually look it up um which the person who put out the quote is banking that you're not gonna do but anyway so there's this quote that keeps going on my on my instagram i think it's just instagram but you know uh where it's supposedly from Will Smith. And and he says, I'm not responsible for her happiness. That's a direct quote. Like, that's the first part. The rest of it, I have to paraphrase. So, and he, and he basically says, I do my happiness and she does happiness. And, and then he says, expecting someone else to make you happy is the height of of selfishness or is just selfish or I'm paraphrasing. So I I've, I've I've read it and it's been it's come over my my Instagram feed more more than once. And it just always struck me wrong. Because it seems also the height of selfishness to not care about another person's happiness. Like, it, it, that is just the height of selfishness. And, you know, this is just kind of coming to me as I'm talking about it, is a really, really common reason why women and maybe men I'm not sure get a divorce in a marriage and it's not necessarily that we're even looking to have somebody make us happy that's not even what I'm talking about per se but almost like like ignoring the ignoring of our happiness the, the ignoring of our requests, the, the, it's, it's sort of like, you know, I do I and you do you. It's almost, it's almost just full stop self-gratification. It, it's not a relationship, what he's referring to. It's just not. I remember reading an, another quote that could absolutely be, be a fabrication although I trust this quote a lot more than I I do the one from Will Smith but this one came from Abraham Hicks and supposedly um, Esther said to Jerry you make me so happy and Jerry said that's not my goal my goal is to not stand in the way of your happiness And so, so it's like, 
it's like, you know, when you're in a partnership, when you're, when you're in a relationship with another human being, you kind of, you get to know them, right? You kind of, if you're paying attention, which is a whole other monster <laughs> in a way, right? Um, okay, and, and now I'm going off on, a, on another subject because I started to notice that, that it was as if my partner didn't even hear my voice. And, and, and we can all get into this like naggy thing, you know, that, oh my God, you know, she's such a nag. Like, like I may be sounding like I was really a nag, but actually I don't, I never perceived myself that way. I really didn't. But every once in a while, you know, something was, was important to me. I had somebody that I was with years ago. This was a long time now. Tell people that I left him because he didn't get the... Uh, I'd ask him to get a recycle bin. I asked him to call the, the, like the city to get a recycle bin. We had just moved and... and and I just asked this simple request because he, he was actually a whole lot better at stuff like that than I was. Like he really liked taking care of these errands and these little details. And so I, you know, I said, is there any way that you can get me a recycle bin? And, you know, and then, you know, at first I was just like, I, I, I just, I actually, I just cannot even believe it because it was honestly so, so much more than the recycle bin, but like, okay, so let's just use that as an example of the many times that this person completely ignored my requests. Like, I mean, it was, you know, this, this mountain full of examples, but let's just use this one. So, you know, I said, hey, is there any way you could, you know, call the city and get a recycle bin? It was kind of important to me. It was back when recycling was getting kind of popular and 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 I don't know if this person said, "Sure, I'll, you know, get that." I don't I don't remember how this like turned out, but obviously he didn't get the recycle bin. And and what does that say about, about our relationship? I mean, it could say any number of things. It could say that, that we had a breakdown in communication, that he didn't even hear it, which is actually a possibility because at this point, like, I don't know if he heard anything that I said. Um, but but what if he did and he completely ignored it? Or, like, perhaps he just didn't get to it. You know, he just hadn't gotten to it yet. I don't know how far, how far away it was from the request that I left that, you know, a month? Like, what is the statute of limitations on a, on a 
request? How, like, what what is a proper amount of time from the time that you ask for a <laughs> recycle bin? And like, so I started to think about it. And like, from his his from his standpoint, I left for a very small reason. And then from my standpoint, I left because my desires were so insignificant to him. He did not care about my needs or my desires. So let's just put this in with, with, um, with Abraham Hicks. And what, what would Esther have done? I mean, honestly. I mean, I, I pay attention to details that a lot of people might, like, I don't know why. I'm very detail-oriented in, in language in particular. And, and I remember hearing that she loved to do things for Jerry. She just loved doing things for him. She loved seeing to him. She loved caring for him. She just, you know, I, I mean, I can't imagine that if, that if Jerry said to Esther, you know, oh, could you, like, call the city and, and get a recycle bin, that Esther would not be right on that. You know, I, <clears throat> So I had done this entire series of YouTubes on on fish food, on Ben and Jerry's fish food ice cream. It's fish with a P. Not, I don't know. It's like, why would you call it fish food? I guess it's fish food. I don't know. I always thought of it as fish food. But anyway... Um, it's a particular type of ice cream that my children used to ask for. Ice cream was just really big in our house. But anyway, so so there was a summer. That, that summer, I was like really, like my money situation was, was not good. And my son had texted me and said, you know, Mom, could you go get me some fish food ice cream? Now, my son, you know, had grown accustomed to being able to text me and having me, generally speaking, I mean, every once in a while I might leave the grocery store and forget his gummy bears. But <laughs> my children have grown accustomed to to me getting the things that they would like to, like to eat. And so it would be a rare occasion, I mean, actually... For, for me to not get them get them something and get them in a timely amount of fashion like on my way home from work I mean what if what if I just ignored that oh you want some fish food ice cream oh you come home and you know your child my son is like you know mom you know, you didn't get my fish food. I'm like, what does that say about the relationship? (laughs) 
it really, I, it really would say that I'm not very, first of all, I'm not very attuned, that I don't listen to my children. I mean, the state, you know, if we do that on a larger scale, the state actually calls it neglect. If there's no food in the house, the, the state worker comes walking in. You know, um, <laughs> and so, and so then there are like oversights, there are oversight, like there are times where, you know, you know, my, <laughs> my daughter is so cute. She's like telling me about how her significant other, like sometimes he accidentally, or he just would put all of her clothes in the dryer. Now she was raised by me that a lot of my clothes don't go in the dryer. That's how I keep, you know, my clothes nice. I take really good care of them, even in the care section. Like, I love my clothes. And so I take good care of them. I love my car. I take good care of my car. I love my my place, so I try to keep it clean. Like, my clothes aren't just thrown on the ground. I go into some houses and honestly the the family laundry there was this time I mean it was piled up to where like like you know an eighth of the room like say the sofa all the way to, almost to the ceiling you know is like covered all the way with clothes un un just you know, <laughs> and so, and so, I go back to this, to this original, original quote, and, and in all actuality, I could kind of see, this sounds really terrible, it might sound terrible of me to say, but it kind of sounds like something he might actually have said. You know, it's like, I'm not here to make her happy. I'm not, I mean, her happiness is not my responsibility. And maybe, it, you know, he's, I'm, I'm hearing it out of context, but I can't, I just, it's that love. It's a totally different context than than a person who who is is dependent on another person for their happiness. Now that's a whole other other issue. That that I kind of understand because I, I sort of feel like as a parent, a lot of times it could seem like my happiness is wrapped around my children. I can't say, I can't even say it just seems like. I, I can kind of see, I can kind of see that. And like a person, you know, like I, 
you know, I'm not going to say that I have never, I've never done, you know, had any expectation that somebody was going to make me happy. And, and the truth is that I feel like a lot of relationship advice is really centered around that. It's like, you know, if he's not obsessed with you, if he's, you know, um, if he's not meeting your needs, if he's, uh, th- like the buzzword these days is like narcissism. I mean, it's all over. It, it's like this huge, like an industry around the term, just f- narcissism. And so I understand that, you know, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how, because this is just sort of coming to me as I talk about it, frankly. I was just, I, I can see that part of it. And then like even the word selfish, the word selfish is very interesting to me coming from, I'm going back to Abraham Hicks, where, I mean, those of you who are, really familiar with their content. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of rattling and not everybody's familiar with their content. But really, a lot of what Abraham Hicks talks about is it, what could easily be perceived as, as being selfish. Attending to your own state of well-being as an act of love to everyone around you, basically letting them off the hook, as they put it, for your happiness. Nobody's responsible for my happiness but me. But <laughs> I, but if somebody keeps stepping on my toe purposefully... Do I keep putting my toe out there? Like, do I keep putting my toe out? Because I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I think that it is genuinely impossible to not have and never have in a relationship with anyone times where something happens that that is a barrier to a happy moment it's like it just happens you know and then abraham was hicks would say that that we are even responsible for that we are responsible for absolutely everything in our life somehow we have created that and that the way, the only way, is alignment with source. You know, and then there's this, this, because I had a, I had a conversation with somebody yesterday that, like, we talked about this, like, in a lot of different ways, and about the fact that things just sort of happen and then you have this collective 
like this collective happening like like and 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 how we react to that thing that's happening how we react to it is is the you know and so learning or this other idea that I was thinking about, like a theorist, is in Bruce Lipton when he says the honeymoon effect, like being so in love. And you know how that is, like, like when you're just so kind of infatuated with someone. You're just like, you know, you're at that stage where, you know, they just hung the moon. And, like, nothing really bothers you. Like, something happens and you kind of notice, but... It doesn't hurt so much when I burn my my hand on the curling iron when I'm getting ready f- to go see this person. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> and in a normal circumstance, it I scream and it goes on for a while. It sets me back. It's like, we all know. It's like you you have a hard time eating, you have a hard time sleeping because all you can think about is this person. And, And he alleges that when you fall in love with your life to this degree, your life changes. And so, and so this, so I, I, I talk again about my infatuation <laughs> with the topic of love itself. And like, what is it? And I'm not talking about love as in the love of God. I think that we, we have, we have, <clears throat> access to that but that is so much greater than the the part of that which we are but we allow and we grow into larger amounts of love ourselves and 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 so it is sort of this this walking through life in a really loving way walking through life in a really loving way, just being, having a loving nature and enjoying the act of loving, enjoying the act of giving, enjoying the act of when the person that we love expresses something that they desire, that we're going to do that not in a, you know, are you worthy? Not in a, you go do you way. I understand you want that fish food, but pff, go buy it yourself. You're responsible for your own happiness. And I guess, I guess that that it could be argued that that's not happiness, but for a moment it is. We all know what it feels like to desire something and then receive it. 
It's like yesterday I didn't really feel like going to the grocery store and and I typically drink coffee in the morning and I'm out of beans. I don't have any more coffee beans. And then I'm looking through my cupboards and I'm like, okay, do I have any of my instant coffee? I know crazy, isn't it? Sometimes I have instant I'm like I'm down to the bare bone I'm looking all over the place I'm like ah dang it because I really didn't want to go to the grocery store I don't know why I just didn't and I and then finding my last little bit of ground coffee and doing my happy dance it's like all all day long is is kind of a it's like it and how do I word it's like the importance of happiness like at least for me throughout my life it has it had been in the past like this holy grail that just sort of came and went and and I will admit that in the past, it had come and gone by things outside of myself. So, so I think that that that, that quote had had a lot to do with that I selfishly wanted somebody else to be responsible for my happiness, possibly. But I just noticed that, like, I would have happy events and I would be happy for a period of time. And then I would just settle back into myself. But about three years ago, my life just completely changed. I think it had changed before that, but I had realized the shift. And had a dramatic change in my life where I, I just started to see things differently. In the sense that it really was the the alignment. It was the alignment. And it is a moment by moment, in a way, choice. To choose happiness. And so, and I also, I, I mean, so I got like a lot going on in my mind right now. I'm really, really, really trying to ignore something. And that is that there, there are a whole bunch of fires in the state that I live in. And, and I'm, I, I know that we create what we think about and I'm trying like not to think about um because I have been I I had been through a fire in the place that I live at um and I had I did not have to evacuate but friends of mine did and they ended up um and the fire was within a house like literally within probably a mile of where I lived I was just outside the evacuation zone and so um i i'm i'm like hearing things in my in my room where i'm at right now and i'm being distracted 
but I didn't really want to lose the content of this of this podcast because I think it's important. And so, so I'm going to get back to it. So happiness being really, really integral and and so integral, I mean, and then we get into a relationship with somebody and and it is kind of like when you start to live with them, you know, and even at first it can be a little bit euphoric, you know, and like living with them, but then like you sort of settle into just being and habits, just habits of being and the way that you do things. Like something as simple as how you put the toilet paper on the roll. I mean, and it's like, (laughs) and it being irritated every single time you go and it's not the way you want it on the toilet bowl roll. And so, and, and in my circumstance, there are times where, where I, I am irritated when I come, when I come to the kitchen and there's all these, these dishes in the sink, even though I was the one who had cooked and cleaned and, you know, I had cooked it, but I just like, I, and then what goes through my mind is I'm the only one in this house who does anything and in some ways, that's kind of true. It is. I, I'm, I'm the one who generally does the laundry. And I generally, like, my children don't cook. I mean, they might put something in a, in a microwave. But does this have anything to do with my my happiness and in a little bit of a way it does but like I really choose not to focus on it most of the time every once in a while I might get a little bit grumpy about it but then I am in some ways responsible for that because I have not had that requirement I haven't like forced my children into to doing these things I mean, it would be nice. And is that what love is? Is that what it is when we when we get into a relationship with somebody and we live with them? Like, is is it that they're going to do what I want them to do? Do we have a list, a honeydew list? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just like, I'm, and like, and then, and so I'm sounding like I'm talking at a both on ends of my, you know, I sound like I'm really talking on both points because then I was saying that one of my relationships failed partly because this person, I did have a honeydew list and this person didn't see fit to to like do anything with that. And so like a lot of relationships do fail because we have expectations and this person doesn't meet them for them to pitch in. And it's like, 
it's like ironic. I mean, and it, and it sort of is this level of of like I don't know the word effort, isn't it? Sort of like I know that he likes it this way, so I make it an effort. I make an effort, you know, to do special things for this person because I love them. And especially the things that they in particular ask me to do, depending on what it is. <laughs> anyway, I'm rambling again. It's just, it's just, it just struck me. It struck me that if, if somebody's happiness is, is not important to you, what is the point What is the point of the relationship at all? It's like, it's just sort of like, you know, this person just has this role of, of, of your happiness. Or, or, or it's, it's almost as if to, like what he's suggesting, like, so going back to the quote. So he says, he says, I'm not responsible for her happiness. It's like, basically, I work on my happiness, she works on her happiness, and the expectation that somebody else is going to make you happy is selfish. So it's kind of like, why even be in the relationship if you don't care about another person's happiness? Instead of like, I mean, I'm even thinking about intimacy, like like when you're when you're in bed with somebody and if you don't care about their how pleased they are if it's just you know like pleasing yourself like what is even the point of having the partner and i know like you know because it's really different when you you know <laughs> But I mean, like, like, honestly, I mean, can you imagine a relationship like that where neither partner really, they just want to get off? <laughs> it's a whole lot more gratifying to have the ability to please. Without even asking having them have to ask. You know, it's like me bringing home the fish food ice cream and, you know, coming home saying, oh, honey, I got you your fish food ice cream. Oh, my God, you did? It's when we really feel loved, isn't it? So I would say, I would say that love is the act of actually loving, actually loving and caring for another human being as much as ourselves. I mean, I feel like I take pretty, pretty dang good care of myself as, as well. Like I, I do a lot for myself and taking care of my 
physical body, my, you know, I get healthy food for myself. I, you know, I do a lot for myself. (laughs) But I really, really enjoy doing that for other people as well. The people that I love. (laughs) Anyway, just, just rambling again. (laughs) I appreciate you listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.